Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. The topic of this uh, episode is uh, speak accurately and listen professionally. And before I forget again, as sometimes I do, hi everyone, <laughs> your most favorite people are here, Doug and of course me, more. Of course, but before we go, you say speak accurately and listen professionally. <laughs> listen very professionally. You did not get me a, a Christmas or a birthday present. Because we just finished the a merry, merry <laughs> Christmas season, and I got nothing. You should listen to my podcast on gift. Then you will see why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. And then, um, but anyway, so what do I mean by when I say speak, um, you know, accurately, which I think it just defines itself. Try to be as accurate as possible, uh, accurate as possible, not just random talks. And then, um, but when I say listen professionally, I mean that listen in a way as if you're the professional and you're present. If somebody is speaking not clearly and just vaguely, just try to help them to, you know, elaborate on it that what exactly they mean. Okay, but now I want to challenge you when you say listen professionally. Can you define or clarify what do you mean by listening professionally? Because if we if we speak just casual and we speak about random things, psychology. Mm-hmm. I'm not a psychologist. I won't be able to speak professionally. In that case, you should not speak. But you asked <laughs> me the question, and you know this is exactly yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. Then, if you can, you speak as much as you can, and then you and then ask, you say, "Let me go ask." I know Google or somebody who knows more, and that <laughs> yeah. is exactly it. Yeah. So, because of that, the conversation will become very limited to the things that we know. I think uh, we're in for a three-minute podcast. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is one of the funny things. You know, once I brought something like this up with some group of friends that we were talking, and then one of this, uh, them said that in that case, that we can't speak. I said, that is true. We cannot speak BS as much anymore. No. Because it's just, then you speak as much as you know, then you start to ask questions, and then if we don't have the proper answer, then we go investigate and you'll find out, and the conversation becomes that. Then he said, but if I have to go do that, it becomes a lot of, you know, work. Exactly. I said, yes. Yeah. I said, that so, is true, and it becomes less of talking, but then you can do the talking, you can be comedy. But then, yeah, then the talking becomes less professional, and it becomes small, casual, Banter, I and, suppose. Uh, actually, it's better than if you start pretending I'm the astronaut. Do you want to make a, you know, build a spaceship? Let's talk about that one. You're an <laughs> astronaut, not a spaceship builder. So no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it becomes. Of course, yeah. I'm exaggerating it. Yeah. But again, it becomes. It goes back to the same thing. You speak as much as you know. You're not allowed to exaggerate. It says that's speak correct. Accurately. So, <laughs> and that is true. I can now, now you're, you're just changing the whole thing that they wanted to start with. <laughs> but for example, let's say I'm a physical therapist. Sometimes people, they come and for example, they say, they say that I have a hip pain or back pain. And then, so it is my responsibility to help them to basically ask more questions to clarify it. So when you say back pain, where do you exactly mean? Because sometimes the words that they are choosing is not exactly the words that you know I use as a professional in the field. Then when they say hip, to me hip means a bit differently than 
most others. I don't want to get into this thing over here. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it is my responsibility to ask more questions and to elaborate and you know as much as possible to help them to get the right words too for future thing. That you know what is bothering you, when is it bothering you, what makes it better or worse. And because of that, normally I say when it comes to my assessment, I lead the conversation. I don't let the client to do that. They so, t- want to share information, but some of the information doesn't doesn't do me any good. It's wrong or it's irrelevant or yes. it's yeah. But then, as a professional, it's then your responsibility to get your patient to speak accurately. That's correct. So that is where I say listen professionally. That's what I mean. So. Um, but that is yeah, the, port, the part that I was trying to elaborate, you know, it was the listen professionally. But now, speak accurately, obviously you want to speak as good as you can. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back to this. And what is the, you know, um, where does it apply to our daily lives? Actually, lots of stress and, and anxiety we get is simply because of these simple things. For example, just a few days ago, I don't know, in the morning I woke up, you know, early in the morning, and then uh, I realized that, you know, the house was a bit colder. So on my phone, I have access to this temperature thing. I realized, oh, it's the furnace is not kicking in. So I got up. Of course, I'm a kind of half asleep. I got out of my uh, bedroom, forgot that, you know, my I alarmed the system. And then when I step out of the bedroom, <laughs> then the alarm goes off. So the alarm goes off. Then I ran back and disarmed the system. Then I forgot... <laughs> That when I disarm the system, the alarm company, they call me. They phone, yeah. But because my phone is on silent, oh, I didn't no. get the phone call. And then I afterwards, I realized, oh my God, I have missing phone calls. <laughs> and they kind of came to me because, of course, I'm kind of half asleep or doing all this time. So I immediately called back, but it's a 1-800 number. But anyway, they managed to connect me to the person who had called and yeah. everything stopped there. But can you imagine if, for example, if I hadn't done this, chances would be very high. I mean, I don't know. I cannot say for sure. I don't know. But chances would be that, that maybe they would call the police. Yeah. If they call the police, then the police would come here. And yeah, what would happen? I mean, what's the protocol? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no be, be, most likely, I'm guessing, I don't mm-hmm. know, and maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't, but you know, I think their responsibility is to do that. Now, if the police would come, then it would become a bigger mess. Now you have to explain to them, no, it was just a mistake and things, <laughs> and then maybe you get an invoice for it too, because if it's a false right. alarm or something, and then it goes on and on. All because you were a bit slow in the morning. It's just in the yes. morning, yeah. but I'm yeah. not, otherwise I'm not the slow. <laughs> <laughs> to be accurate, speak there accurately. We there we go. So, yeah, so that's my question. How are you going to relate your story to what we're saying? I was just trying to do that. <laughs> so, just, this I'm was, this, was tr- this part. So, I brought this up with a buddy of mine, and then he said that that, that should ruin your day. I said, no. It's it doesn't ruin my day. And then, no, no, I mean, it is entertaining now that now I'm saying. Now, afterwards, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I said, no, it doesn't ruin my day. But this is the speak accurately. Because for him, he just exaggerated out of the proportion that it just set the whole thing, you know, off, you know, went the wrong way. I said, no. Afterwards, I thought about this for a bit. Yeah, maybe next time. If I get up, I have to be more aware that before I step out of my bedroom to disarm the system. That's the only thing I need to do. That, but because I thought about that, I was more accurate about where the whole thing went wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if I wanted to think the way that he did, I would say, oh my God, it just ruined my day because this happened, that happened, and that happened. Of course, needless to say, I had to go fix the furnace. So by that time, yeah. I woke up completely because for it took me a kind of half hour to 45 minutes and I had to go outside, which is cold in here. And then anyways... So, the, but what I'm trying to get at is this, the speak accurately. If, for example, myself, if I'm reiterating this to somebody else, and then when I'm saying it, I just blow it out of proportion because mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. really accurate in my language, yeah. Yeah. then literally I say it, it ruined my day. The words that I choose makes it happen too. So if I say it ruins my day, it tends to ruin my day. Right, it'll be a bad day, yeah. It yeah. tends to do that. I'm not saying for sure 100%, mm-hmm. but it does push it that way. I mean, it changes your mindset for the day. Exactly, Yeah. exactly. But if you just sit back and say, oops, you know, I just, yeah. you know, I had one screw up. <laughs> Which slow. led to three more, <laughs> yeah, yeah, four yeah. more, five and more. And I st- stopped it at but the I three more. But I still have a good day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, and what is the root cause of all this? I have to come up with something to remove the root cause and everything is done. So if you speak accurately. I have a great idea how you can fix that. Mm-hmm. Put pieces of Lego in front of your door that when you walk over them and you don't realize that they're there, they'll wake you up very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure about the best professional <laughs> advice, but... <laughs> but that was very accurate. Yeah, but again, the moral of the story is then you don't spend then be don't speak, we just speak randomly. Now I wanted to use another example and then I will just take you to a few case scenarios. Another example is my car, the volume, the radio, the, the volume, mm-hmm. the one on the console doesn't work, but there is one on the wheel as well. The one on the wheel works, but the not steering the steering wheel. The steering wheel, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. yeah. Not the tires. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of harder to reach. But so the one on the steering wheel it works, but not the one on the council. So imagine if I... Console. It's a console, it? not a council. I said console. Sure. Oh, come on, dude. This <laughs> South Africans. <laughs> I couldn't let that one go. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Speak accurately. <laughs> but so imagine if I would go to the dealership, I would say my car doesn't work. Instead of being accurate about what doesn't work. The volume that button right there does not work. On the council. On the council, yes. On this council. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But so if I go and talk like that, you know, you lose a kind of you know, respect to some extent. You have mm-hmm. to be a little bit more accurate. And then now if I wanted to blow it a little bit out of proportion, and if you think that I'm exaggerating it, listen to the rest of it. You will see actually we do this very frequently. And it doesn't seem, you know, it's not as unusual as we think. If my car is an Audi, if I go back and say that this, my Audi broke, and this Audi is a piece of crap, then I take it a bit further. I say, Audi built in Germany. So German cars are a piece of crap. And then Germany is in Europe. <laughs> European cars are piece of crap. It sounds like it's escalating really it is, quickly. Uh, okay, just listen to this. We have done this before, <laughs> yes. you know, in other case scenarios. And then after that, say that the European are just piece of crap, anything built. And then you just escalate it. And sometimes, actually, believe it or not, we do exactly this. 
pay attention to I don't have a proper example for it mm-hmm. but you know we have examples like this that you escalate it you take it big you make it big and then you bring it down in a different angle all of a sudden from the one car and actually my car is an Audi and in all honesty it has been a pretty good car I, I haven't had any specific the, issues with and it and at the end of the day it was the user no no it was not the user <laughs> <laughs> but but imagine for example at times it happens that we just make it mm-hmm. big we take it to the whole Europe and then we bring it back to one of the European countries and one of the European people <laughs> and then you connect the Audi to the person in guy. Austria yeah. <laughs> but I mean this comes back to a few things that we've said in the past where um, an exaggerated story which is not the truth makes for a really good story Yes, and it's more and entertaining. Is, actually, it is more entertaining. I wouldn't say a good. Oh no, it, yeah. I can tell because a good story if I really want to. Because yeah. unfortunately, we as listeners more often we look for something out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. and yeah. that is sad. And if we lose, we change our value system. Mm-hmm. It will be different. But now, as I said, this thing that I said about my audio and the, just that volume, volume on the console yeah. Yeah. versus that one, we did that with COVID it became a Chinese virus. And it didn't seem that funny, did it? No. Not so the, why not when I say European products are piece of crap, that becomes funny? Out of, just because yeah. my council volume didn't work. <laughs> this yeah. is where I'm going. Some of the stuff, some of the mistake that we make, because we are used to it, it sounds okay. But if you are not used to it, it sounds silly. Oh, what are you talking about? So the one that, the case that I brought it up about the council and the, radio, the, the volume, mm-hmm. I just made that up. It's a new thing. So because of that, we are not used to it. So if you hear it, you start thinking about it in a more appropriate way. Yep. But the Chinese virus, COVID? it was, yeah, <laughs> now I'm forgetting even the name. <laughs> the Chinese virus is a different story. We come up, with the idea, because it was proposed, you know, it came from the very get-go, it was just a new thing, and then this orange guy, he came and gave it that name, (laughs) and then some people that they wanted to follow with it, they accepted it. And then it didn't seem funny. It was, but it is made in China. So lots of people obviously accepted it. Is that not because of exaggeration about people being scared, about people being uncertain. You just don't know what you don't know, so you just make up the worst thing you can think of. I can use the same excuses about my volume in, the, in my car. True. Yeah. So they are all excuses, yeah. and there is a reason behind everything, and I have said this in the past. Because you have a reason doesn't make you reasonable. <laughs> so remember that. There is a reason, I know mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But the reason is not reasonable. Right. Your so reason f- might be wrong. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then everything happens for a reason, but <laughs> yeah, we know that. And you <laughs> it's can, not a discovery. And you but can you justify know. any reason. If you wanted to, if you want to accept yeah. it, sure, you can yeah. justify anything that you want to. But the yeah. fact at the end of the day is, does it make sense? So we want to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And that is the whole gist of this talk, to be, be realistic, to be accurate. As the event, for example, we talked about this, that Chinese virus, you know, I said, so it happened in Wuhan. We can make it a bit smaller. Again, it's inappropriate, call it Wuhan virus. But for example, this guy, he didn't want to accept that as a Wuhan virus. I said, no, Chinese virus. It's a Chinese virus. 
China is in, in Asia, said, can we call it Asian yeah. virus? Oh, Asia. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, he was a bit reluctant, but he accepted it. Then I said, what about Asia is in the planet? Can we call it planet virus? Mm-hmm. And then the guy is a um, carpenter, and this guy, and then, so I went said, so if you do one stupid thing, and then I'm calling you, the whole thing is stupid, not that one thing that you did is stupid. Right. I said, you. The whole you is a stupid, yeah. <laughs> not just you did one stupid thing. And then afterwards, I bring and escalate it in any way that I want to. And we do these things. Remember this. Mm-hmm. In the sales pitches, in polit- politicians, they do this very regularly, that you escalate it in any way that you want to. In this case, for example, with him, I say you're a carpenter. Then I say, so carpenters, the whole carpenters mm-hmm. are stupid. We don't have a carpenter who is smart. And then... I want to change it in a different way. You're right. I make all whites stupid. Just, just mm. no thing. We do this kind of things on a regular basis. And of course, when I say that, now, the same thing happened in 9-11. When a few Muslims, they went and did that, all Muslims, they became terrorists. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But that seemed okay. But when I'm saying that one carpenter who happens to be white and made one mistake... <laughs> That mistake became stupid, and then the whole carpenter became stupid. The whole generation became stupid. (laughs) And I could have taken it in any way I wanted to do. I could take it to the fact that he's a young man, all young men are stupid. You can pick anything about him and just generalize. Exactly. As long as it doesn't include me in it. (laughs) As long as I stay right, I'm your good. And do we do these things? Yes. Oh, yes. Very yeah, frequently. Sure. So I bring it up in this fashion. I know that some of them to us seems okay. If, for example, we say that Muslims are terrorists, you know, it sounds, yeah, it's true. Because a few of them were terrorists, so all of them are terrorists. Uh-huh. And then if we say Chinese virus, well, it happened in China, so then it becomes okay. Those two are okay. But when I say the carpenters, the whole carpenters, across the world, regardless of the color and regardless of the gender, <laughs> all of them are stupid, then that becomes silly. And then I can escalate it in a different way. So we want to be a bit more careful with the words that we use and we you know, to be accurate a little bit when we speak. And as a general way, I say that, I say, random talks results in random conclusions. And yep. even in business... They say success of business. Of course, okay, this is not a very accurate numbers, but I read this somewhere, but the gist of it is correct. It says success of a business, 10% is competence, 10% is confidence, 80% is clarity. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, and it, okay, the pen, ten, this percentage yeah, are yeah, made yeah. up, but there is a good value on clarity, exactly what you exactly want to do. So we will come back again to this subject. I would like to bring some other examples, but in another episode, we will talk about that. And uh, I think so, because we touched a lot on, on speaking accurately, but not so much on listening professionally. Yeah, we will do that maybe in the next podcast. Okay. Uh, that's good. You're listening. I have to. I'm stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys have a good one and hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, remember... Life is simple. We make it complicated. Take care of it.